Hi, and welcome to Traditional Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Kara Levick. In today's episode, we're going to be talking all about empathy and compassion. Why should you cultivate empathy and compassion? We're going to go down the list of the incredible things that empathy and compassion can bring to you. It is a multifaceted instrumentation that everyone should have while they are navigating through this life. And we're going to get down to it in today's episode. If this is the first time that you're tuning into this podcast, let me tell you a little bit about what you can expect. We talk all things Amazonian and High Andean healing traditions of Peru. For nine years, I've been volunteering for various healers, and for more than half of that time, I have spent it volunteering for Amazonian and High Andean healers of Peru. So this podcast is really about me distilling all that experience, distilling all that information so that you could feel closer to these traditions. Now, if you're ready to try traditional indigenous healing, but don't know how to access incredible healers, don't worry, we have got you covered. Check out traditionalmedicinemiami.com. We work directly with the Kiro community to connect their world-renowned healers with the people who need them. All you got to do is send us a message and we'll be happy to assist you. All right, so let's get started talking about empathy and compassion. I am so excited to be talking about it because it is so underrated considering how powerful empathy and compassion can be. They are instrumentations that you really have to have in order to navigate this life correctly. So we're going to start off by defining empathy and compassion because although they're very, very similar, they're not quite exactly the same. So let's see what our friend Webster.com has to say. And let's start with empathy, because it is really the first thing that you have to cultivate. Now, empathy is defined as the action of understanding, being aware of, being sensitive to, and vicariously experiencing the feelings, thoughts, and experience of another, of either the past or present, without having the feelings, thoughts, and experience fully communicated in an objectively explicit manner. That is what empathy is, but basically it's a caring response to someone else's distress. Now let's go to the definition of compassion. Compassion is defined as sympathetic consciousness of others' distress together with a desire to alleviate it. So both of these are caring responses to someone else's distress, but while empathy kind of just stays there at the, ouch, that hurt me too. Compassion continues that journey. It adds to that emotional experience, a desire to alleviate the person's distress. So compassion is kind of like what comes after empathy, right? It is empathy in action. All right, now that we have defined empathy and compassion, we're going to get to a whole other dimension of goodness when it comes to empathy and compassion. I want you to picture yourself as a sailor. You have your boat ready and you're ready to sail the open seas. But of course, you don't just start sailing because you know that you're going to need critical instrumentation to be able to correctly navigate this voyage. Empathy and compassion is a multifaceted instrumentation tool. All right. It does three very important things. The first thing it's going to do for you is that it's going to alert you when there's a problem in your ship. Meaning if there's a hole in your boat, you want to know about that. You want to know if there's a leak in your ship, right? If you don't fix it right away, then halfway you're going to be in the bottom of the ocean. You don't want that. So 
Empathy is going to give you that heads up so that you can fix that leak. That way you can continue on your journey. So it serves as a protection, as a warning. The second thing that it's going to do for you is that it's going to help you navigate correctly. It's going to show you the path, the right path to go down. And if you can stick to these tools and if you can learn to read these tools, then you're going to always go down the right path. The third thing that empathy and compassion is going to do for this voyage that you're going to sail, which is kind of moving through life, right? It's going to give you the power that you need so that you have the power to move through your journey uh, efficiently. All right. So let's talk about protection. How does empathy and compassion provide protection for a person? First of all, the more empathy and compassion you have for yourself, for the people around you, for your community, for this planet, for sentient beings, the more protected you're going to be. I'm going to tell you a story so that it kind of illustrates what I'm talking about. So there was a mother who came to us who had an addiction. This addiction started when she was very, very young. It was in response to uh, abuse and neglect and completely dysfunctional family that she was in. Now, this addiction had proceeded and she was in her 40s and now she had her first kid. So she was uh, a little panicked because she could not alleviate this addiction and she had tried pretty much everything she could think of. And so she came to us and said, listen, I, I really need to alleviate this addiction because I have to be present for my child. So we went ahead and we worked with the Kiro. We worked with the Amazonian medicines that we have. And we were able to alleviate her addictions and she was able to have the break she needed to start a new life. And when she did, she began to heal. She began to see that, you know, wow, I I am smarter than I thought I was. Wow, I am an incredible person. And then she really started to flourish, right? Um, Because she decided to heal. Now, could she have decided this a while back? Because she did have this addiction since she was eight. And at this point, she was close to 40. Yeah, of course she could have, but she didn't have that empathy and compassion for herself because she had a lot of abuse, a lot of neglect, a lot of dysfunction that really didn't help that, right? It didn't help build that foundation. But what saved her was the empathy and compassion she had for her child, right? That saved her. And so also she began to care for the community around her and she began to cultivate compassion for them as well. So all these layers will protect you. If she hadn't, for example, had any compassion for her child, had any compassion for her family and decided, you know what, I don't care. Wow, big, 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 big danger because she would have ended up in the gutter, quite literally. So you are protecting yourself when you are listening to people. You cannot normalize abuse in any way for others, right? If you are causing somebody uh, hurt or if you are psychologically abusing someone, emotionally abusing someone, and the, less, and the list goes on and on, you need to be sensitive to that because it's going to help you. It's going to help you identify what kind of things you need to heal within yourself. And once you heal that, then your life begins, then a new chapter begins that maybe you never even thought was possible. 
Another story where someone was quite literally saved by empathy and compassion was of someone who um, had really bad depression and suicidal ideation. Like the first story, they were also at a disadvantage because they didn't have the kind of solid uh, family foundation. They kind of came from a lot of neglect and a lot of dysfunction, which kind of made it harder for them to cultivate this empathy and compassion for themselves. Now, they didn't harm anybody around them. A lot of people didn't even really notice that they had a lot of uh, depression and suicidal ideation because they just, you know, it was something that they internalized and that was pretty much it for them. They tried uh, they tried to get help with conventional medicine and they seemed to be, uh, their depression and suicidal ideation was very much resistant to medication. And so, um, you know, they figured, you know what, this is the way it's going to be for the rest of my life. I'll just white knuckle it until, you know, I can't. And it was really dangerous to live that way, but that's how they lived. And one day they came across someone who was in a lot of pain, a lot of distress. And this was really pivotal. It was a pivotal moment because this person was able to see an injustice in the world that they hadn't uh, previously known about. And when they saw this person in all this distress, when they saw that this injustice was not only happening to this person, but many other people, they were, um, they found that courage. They found that desire to, to stomp out their depression and suicidal ideation because they began working on community development projects and it began to get in the way of that. And prior to that, they never felt like, you know what, I'm going to figure it out for myself, for my own empathy and compassion. But because they had empathy and compassion for their community and this world, they were like, I am going to figure out a way to get rid of this because I have to go and do this, right? And they did. They ended up going to Peru. They ended up uh, alleviating that uh, suicidal ideation and depression. It was actually caused by uh, an energetic complication. Once that complication was resolved, they were living a totally different life. And um, and it was because they're because of their compassion and uh, and empathy for others that they were able to get out of that hole that they were in. The more empathy and compassion you have, the safer that you're going to be. You want to make sure that you have uh, empathy and compassion for yourself. If you don't have that one, you better hope that you have empathy and compassion for the people around you. If you don't have that, then you better hope that you have empathy and compassion for your community or, or other people around you and that you find some reason to have enough strength, to have enough courage to say, you know what, I'm ready to heal. I'm ready to heal no matter what it takes. You're going to have to have that. The saddest thing in the world is when people normalize abusing others, when they feel entitled to do these things, you know, this delusion of, of feeling entitled to harm someone else and normalizing this, whether they are abusing someone emotionally, psychologically, financially, physically, and the list goes on. As soon as you don't care about someone else, as soon as you think that that's an option, 
it is like you have uh, decided to take the direction of your ship to a very dark and dangerous place. And on top of that, you decided to stomp out uh, very important instruments that you were given, divine instruments inside yourself. And you decided, you know what, I'm going to stomp on these. Um, I don't need them. And what happens most of the time is people find themselves in that very scary place and they want to get back home. And when they look to uh, see those instrumentations, they realize that they really stomped these things out. So if you have stomped these things out, it's not too late to change. It's not too late to get help, but you do need to reach out. You have to draw the line in the sand and say, you know, enough's enough. And I cannot continue to do that to people. Even in 12-step programs, they are trying to build your empathy and compassion. For example, and no matter whether it's AA and ASA and the list goes on and on and on of different kinds of recovery programs, the fourth step says, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. And um, usually someone that is more experienced in the program will get with someone that's newer and they'll, they'll ask that newer person, hey, tell me who you resent basically. Oh, they have fun with that. Oh, this person did this to me and that person did that to me. It's like, cool. Now, what did you do? Where were you selfish? Where were you controlling? Where were you um, <laughs> fearful? You know, and it's like you start to see all these different things come out. You start to examine yourself so that you see that, hey, maybe I've done a lot of things that I need to clean up, right? And then eventually they even have a step where you go and make amends and you clean the stuff up and you apologize for what you've done because it's part of that process of, of you know, kind of healing too. And then after all that, um, even at the 12 step, you're passing on, you're carrying on this message to other people that are suffering, right? And that is like the last level, which is compassion. Compassion is very, very much uh, a more advanced uh, empathy, right? It's, it's empathy and action. All right, so let's move on to number two, how empathy and compassion can serve as almost like a guiding compass, right? To help you navigate this life. And what it's going to do is that it's going to show you how to improve your life. If you choose to listen to empathy and compassion, I'm going to tell you about a story where someone did not listen to that and missed out on very valuable opportunities to grow, to become a better person, to become happier had they listened to their empathy and compassion. So we're going to be talking about two friends, a situation that, um, that I saw. Um, and there were a group of people and there was a, a friend A and a friend B. Now, friend A never liked friend B, but they were in the same group. And that's, that's totally fine. Some people just don't like each other. That's fine. Uh, friend B was really, uh, really nice. Never, uh, never hurt this person, uh, was, you know, brought cupcakes for things, you know, it was very special, very special person. Um, never posed any harm. And but friend A really didn't like this person and decided that it was okay to emotionally and psychologically abuse this person and humiliate this person with uh, with passive aggressive moves um, in, in front of others and things like that. So they were basically bullying. Right. Um, and they felt entitled to do this for whatever reason. And as soon as they felt that that was okay, as soon as they crossed that line, um, they hadn't, they had a choice before that, obviously, but the choices were, I can't cross that line. That's unacceptable for me to do that. 
Um, let me figure out where this emptiness is coming from. Why am I feeling jealous? Why am I feeling this? What, 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 where in my life did I feel like I didn't have enough when I needed enough, right? And how am I projecting that wound onto this person? They had such an incredible opportunity to root this out, right? To weed out this garden, right? And they didn't do that. They decided that they were going to go ahead and, and psychologically and emotionally abuse someone who did not deserve it. You know, it's not just you're not just harming that person because that person, friend B, left the group. Right. They decided, you know what? I don't know what's up with that, but I'm I'm, I'm out of here. And that was really healthy. But unfortunately for friend B. A, they lost an opportunity to become a better person, which is really the tragic uh, story here because, uh, you know, the, the, the friend B went on to be fine because they were not abusing anyone. But friend A is at a disadvantage because they closed the door on that valuable opportunity. And um, what that means is that you're not you're not answering the call to your path and eventually you're going to run out of opportunities to do that. And it's not fun because you can have so much more fun if you just had the courage, if you just had the heart, the empathy, the compassion to say that is not acceptable and I'm going to face myself. You know, you have to have a lot of courage to do that, but that's what it takes to build yourself an incredible life. Now, the final thing that I want to talk about in terms of the incredible benefit of empathy and compassion is the power that you can actually gather with compassion. Now, what do we mean when we say power? We're talking about universal possession of total wisdom and knowledge or a path out of birth and death, right? And many of us know it by enlightenment because Buddhists use that word a lot. Now in Christianity, they don't call it enlightenment, but it's a very similar path where Jesus says, hey, come follow me. I want to share with you the story of the rich young man and Jesus because it really illustrates the uh, radical compassion that is required in order to reach these states of power or enlightenment. So a rich young man went to Jesus and asked Jesus, Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said, have you kept all the commandments? And the young man said, yes, since my youth. And Jesus looked at him carefully and said, there's one thing that you lack. Go sell everything you own and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. The young man was saddened by his words and Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. This story illustrates two things, the radical compassion that is necessary to reach these states of consciousness and also that anyone else can follow because Jesus said, hey, come follow me. Let's go. What are you guys waiting for? Um, it, but it is very advanced and not everybody is going to answer that call. In Mahayana Buddhism, radical compassion is also what paves the way to the path of enlightenment. For Mahayana Buddhists, they want to achieve Buddha Chitta, which is a mindset that aspires to reach enlightenment only for the benefit of others. So they want to reach all that power, all that wisdom, all that knowledge, so that with all of that privilege, they can go ahead and and lessen the suffering for all living beings. 
and they aspire to do this. This is their main reason for existing. And not only are they prepared to do it their entire life on earth this one time, but all the lifetimes that would be required to reach. I mean, it is like a marathon run for them and they vow to do that. Now, that is how you become a bodhisattva, which is an enlightened being in this tradition. So to recap on compassion and empathy, it is so many really important things and you really, really, really have to understand how to use them. They are a protection. They can help alert you to the next growth opportunity, right? They can help you weed out those things. If you listen to your empathy and compassion, if you don't just stomp over this very valuable present that you have, this this incredible thing, right? Which is your empathy, your heart, your compassion. You want to cultivate this. You want to value this. Um, you also can um, have a compass, right? It'll it'll show you where to go. If you don't want to listen to that compass and you want to go the other other way because you think you know better, there are you're always going to go into decay. There is no other there's no other path. There's only like the one true path and then there's like lessons to take you on that path, right? So, if you want to be efficient, you want to listen to that because there are a lot of consequences that you might face to try to get yourself back on that path. So, it's just like more work so just like don't go there right and it's that compass that's going to take you to a a happier healthier better life so you want to listen to your empathy and compassion and lastly empathy and compassion is the way that you can harness power i mean all wisdom keepers are pretty much in agreement of the way that you acquire this power and it is through radical compassion that uh that that this path is paved right and through radical compassion you really purify your 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 soul your energetics and through this through this you start to reach new levels of of being of consciousness um and you um you transform into something really beautiful. So that is kind of it for today. I hope you really enjoyed it. I love, love, love this topic. It is really, I I would, I think it's really my favorite, my favorite, favorite of all time. I think we need to talk about it way more, way more. Uh, Compassion and empathy are incredibly underrated. Um, And yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to uh, follow us on Instagram, please do. We want to we wanna say hi to you. We want you to say hi. We are Traditional Medicine Miami. That's how you can reach us on Instagram or uh, at Facebook too. But we are mainly on uh, Instagram. And also check out traditionalmedicinemiami.com if you are looking for some incredible healers. We have got your back. Just reach out to us and we'll be happy to help you in any way. So thank you so much for tuning in again. I hope you're having a beautiful day, beautiful night, beautiful afternoon. And we really look forward to touching base with you again soon.